Hello everybody, this is Jim York with Changing Times and the Truth. Today is February 24, 2023. Welcome. I want to talk about a topic that seems to have looted many uh, news broadcasts, except for a few. I want to talk about Joe Biden, the World Week. A little bit about history of diplomacy. Senate training that he acquired over some 50 years. And then the status of NATO as it exists today. And then how strong is NATO? Can it really be the organization to try to maintain world peace? I want to talk about those issues. Uh, let's start off with the history of diplomacy. What is diplomacy? Being able to sit down to the table and negotiate. Being able to encourage, persuade, cajole, a lot of different words and terms that you might want to refer to. But Joe Biden has had a world week, and, and I say that because he's been on the world stage dealing with a most difficult topic, and that's the topic of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. It's important for us to understand how much work goes into being a diplomat internationally, the head of one of the largest countries in the world uh, in terms of power and economics. Joe Biden has done what I consider a yeoman's job, a tremendous job at trying to walk between the lines, not get involved in, in the war between Ukraine and Russia, but have a lot of encouragement a lot of persuasion on Russia to try to stop, a lot of support and help for Ukraine to try to defend themselves. It has been an awesome task. We'll be back to talk about some other things of, and attributes of Joe Biden in just a minute. Jim York here again with Changing Times and the Truth. Let's continue our discussion on President Joe Biden. Has had a, a stellar performance in terms of international dealing with diplomacy, talking to the NATO nations, being able to learn from his past experience. Uh, as a senator, he was in the Senate, one of the youngest senators ever, and he learned how to discuss whether he agreed or disagreed with uh, the ideals of, of opposition. He was a very good senator in discussing and sitting down with even people who vehemently disagreed with him. So he had a lot of Senate training, like something around 50 years, to learn how to sit down and talk to people when they're at odds with your position. So he's used his skills very, very well on the international market or the international sphere. So a credit to him for those things that he's doing. Let's talk about NATO and the status. When Joe Biden, President Joe Biden took over the leadership of this nation, NATO was in disrepair. I mean, it was completely uh, in disagreement, uh, only started by the past administration to apply a lot of pressure on nations to pay. That was his only objective, to get them to pay. 
and it really infuriated a lot of leaders because they do other things besides use the services of the United States government. They also contribute their resources also. But they were in disrepair. Joe Biden took the helm of this nation. He started negotiating and talking to them, got them all on board. Uh, They are a, a cohesive unit working together try to protect the democracy of the free world nations. And he's done that with the stroke of magic. He talks to leaders. He doesn't try to bully them. He congratulates them when they do things right. And I know behind doors, he probably challenges them when they're not doing things uh, according to the NATO. But NATO is an essential piece. A lot of Americans don't really understand the power of NATO. When you have a number of nations that have bonded together, that have a tight alliance, and and they stand for a certain point of view on the world stage, that's an important instrument in trying to maintain the peace worldwide. Although there can be wars, as we see today, uh, there are several conflicts around the world in Syria. Uh, in Ukraine, uh, in, in the con- on the continent of Africa, there's still some, some factions going on, but at least we have some nations that stand for something. At least we have some nations that are sitting down at the table, that are working in concert to try to prevent some of the atrocities uh, that, that the Russians are perpetrating on Ukraine and trying not to let it happen in other countries. So NATO is an important part of the world. I know we had past administrations or past political figures that talked about disbanding NATO. It wasn't any good. We spent our money over there uselessly. They were just hollow people who are pretty self-centered, not understanding the importance of many nations coming together and trying to be on one accord. Will there be disagreements in NATO? Of course. In any organization, in any organization, there are disagreements. But for the most part, they are banding together to work toward a common goal. And that's to try to protect democracy on their front, which could easily flow to our front. And that's the whole purpose. You start where the problem is. So they're band together, they're trying to provide some protection, support, or whatever to Ukraine. Now, there's a couple other nations that are seeking membership into NATO. That's Finland and Switzerland. Switzerland has always been an independent nation, not being involved. They see the, the communist threat at their shores. They are on the front lines. It's about, what, seven, eight thousand miles of front that they bridge with Russia. So it's important. We'll be back in a moment to talk about how strong is NATO. Be back in a moment. Hello, Changing Times in the Truth. Last segment right here. Uh, we want to answer, try to answer that question, how strong is NATO? I think NATO is probably as strong it, as it has ever been since World War II. Uh, 
Uh, these nations are actually engaged in trying to bound to the central idea of protecting, protecting democracy. It's important. Uh, they have their own little issues, but it's important as a whole that they continue. And who, who was able to garner them and bring them together? President Joe Biden, with his age and, and, and ripeness, he was able to talk to them, get them to understand the central motion, uh, the central objective of all the nations, and they have seemed to come together based on his uh, interaction with them. Now, how long will it last? I think it will last a considerable amount of time because every nation in NATO needs each other. They're fighting a communist giant, a person, not just communist, but a person who is a terrorist, an international terrorist, and, and they're fighting that along with the folks in our country, in America. We're supporting Ukraine. And I think NATO seems to be on one accord. And when you have other nations who have not participated and now ready to join, Ukraine is one of those nations that applied to be membership in the EU. They have some work to do because there was a, quite a considerable amount of, of criminality and, and corruption in Ukraine. President Zelensky has taken over and, and is constantly working to remove the corrupt elements of any form of government in Ukraine. And I think if he continues to do that, he'll be successful at getting admission to the EU and then probably some years down the road being admitted to NATO. As far as Switzerland and Finland, I think they will probably garner enough support to enter uh, NATO and, and to do a good job at supporting the front uh, for Western civilization and, and Western democracy. Yeah, there's dictators out there. They will always challenge ideals, not just American ideals, but ideals of other countries who call themselves a democracy. We are a republic, but we have some democratic principles. So it's important to support that. And I know we have fractions in this country who are out there flying the Russian flag and saying that we shouldn't be involved in Ukraine, but it's nothing like when things touch your soil. That's what happened during World War II. We got involved in World War II, and I'm talking about the United States of America, rather late. And before you knew it, Pearl Harbor was bombed. Yes. And then we had to be realistic about what was going on in the world around us. In this world, there is no time for isolation. You have to interact, interact with other countries around the globe because they are all a, a connected. Economies are connected. Mores and values are connected. So it makes for a big deal that we have supported the United Nations the United Nations are supporting the ideals of helping a, a country that, that's being slaughtered to protect themselves. And keep in mind that we have not sent troops 
on any soil. Matter of fact, we have retreated from going on soils to do the fighting. So hats off to President Joe Biden for what he has done, and I hope he can continue to do it. And those naysayers out there that saying, well, you know, he's too old. Well, for an old guy, he's doing a pretty darn good job. Folks, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.